today's topic, this week's topic is social media and the impact of social media on us. And also like a little bit about how, I don't know, like. Basically we're gonna be talking about Khloe Kardashian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For the first like 20 minutes and we'll see where it goes. So, I mean, when you think about when social media really became like the, the place where young people and people in general just like exist to other people, I think it was probably like 2010 when it really like popped off. Yeah. And at that time, like I was in high school, so very impressionable years and like the evolution of the way people use social media is so crazy to me because like think about when you first had Instagram right like you just post like a blurry like grainy <laughs> selfie and be like hanging out with the girls watching a movie like whatever and then like you'd get like seven likes and that was <laughs> yeah. and that was the purpose was like to connect with your friends and like just basically have a, a small like community of it's basically Facebook without st- like Facebook statuses. That's how yeah. I used to view it. Fast forward to now, it's like a full business model and people are brands and brands are people. And there's like such a new personal level of the impact of media on, on people and on minds that it's like, like we used to think like, oh, this commercial with Paris Hilton is so bad. She's so skinny. Now it's like literally every single picture you see on your feed is, well, not on your feed, depends on who you follow, but like every famous Instagram person is like a fitness model or like a famous person and there's all these expectations around that. So those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, does Tumblr, first of all, does Tumblr count as social? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. So I had actually, before I got any, like not counting Facebook, but like when I was, when I initially got Facebook, it's like, you're so young and weird. You don't even really know how to use it. Yeah. Um, so Tumblr was like the, the first really big social media thing I experienced. And to be honest, I know, I feel like this is an unpopular opinion. Can like, cause everyone's like, Oh, Tumblr's so dumb, blah, blah, blah. But like, I learned a lot from there. Like that's how I learned. Like we've talked about this before. That's, you know, that's how I learned how uh, bad, anything really is right and like really got out of for lack of better terms my comfort zones and like was like wow not every single human being has the same experience as me you know what I mean so I learned a lot through Tumblr but also that came as I was older and at the beginning it was more just like oh if you like this book read this one (laughs) that was pretty much the extent of it um but then when you move, when I moved to Twitter and Instagram, I was like, fuck, it's like a whole different ball game, man. Like you can't serve. It's like going from like the countryside to straight up the jungle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I don't know, I find the social impact of Twitter and Instagram, but I think Twitter more is like so brutal um, on people. But actually, maybe just in different ways. Maybe Instagram is more brutal in that kind of what you were saying, that physical way. Mm-hmm. 
Twitter is more just like men your mental state. I just feel like on Twitter, you're bombarded just all the time, either with stuff you don't want to see, <laughs> opinions that don't make sense, or just like who's getting canceled. Whereas Instagram, maybe I'm just because it's of who I follow. So I see that stuff less probably, you know, yeah. of the fitness and skinny stuff. So mm -hmm. whereas Twitter, you know, like it's by likes, like you see other people's likes and, you know, whatnot. Well, like, I agree with you. Tumblr was also my first, like, my first step into, like, not being a child, basically. <laughs> uh, and I was on, like, dude, the amount of hours I put into that site is insane. I would get home from school and, like, literally spend the whole night until, like, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., like, do I don't even remember what I was doing, talking to <laughs> know and whatever. Like, that was also the first time that I talked to, like, like strangers on the internet really yeah and I think we have a very different experience to like the generation before us gen x or whatever because they were like so hardcore like don't talk to strangers like don't give out your information meanwhile we're on tumblr like <laughs> you can mail me at this address yeah. <laughs> so, so true which like in retrospect is super dangerous but like it was such a cultural movement at that time like tumblr had so much power way more than instagram way more than twitter at, at in like the 20 time yeah. right like the, the early 2010s and like that was the first time i saw the movement of like famous internet people like i didn't really like obviously youtube and stuff that was that was out there but really like the influencer movement started on instagram and so much of my musical taste was impacted by tumblr did i say instagram before yeah i said instagram i, I meant tumblr um like everything about me was was influenced by tumblr at that time like my humor the books i read the movies i watched yeah uh to the be fair though <laughs> the humor on tumblr is like unmatched as far as i'm concerned oh yeah no it's amazing <laughs> and like, like even on other sites you see the memes being reposted and you're like i know where that's from <laughs> Yep. And that was like the beginning of that whole movement of like stealing meme content for other platforms. So mm -hmm. you would see like someone stole like a, a text post from Tumblr and put it on Twitter and it got and got it's gone viral on Twitter. And it's like, that's when I first saw the impact of like original artwork and original like writing and stuff. So it's pretty cool. But then like Tumblr got bought out by Yahoo, right? That was when, okay, when that happened, I just remember like logging in one day and seeing like a flood of panic yeah. on the dashboard. And to be honest, and everyone's like, oh, I'm quitting. And then I'm just like, no, I'm quit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't been on in years. I deleted my account because I was like, there's a lot of weird shit on there that I was like, <laughs> I'm an adult now. Maybe I should hide this. But, um, it's just bizarre to think like that now Instagram and TikTok have overtaken social media when previously like they didn't have that that crazy impact. Like Instagram yeah. was so boring before. It still is. Instagram sucks and it's on it's on its way out too. So <laughs> whatever. But like it's really interesting to watch like the evolution because we grew up with all of these platforms and now they're evolving in and out of style and like there's a new generation that's re like repurposing them for new things. It's so weird. But I think one of the most 
like for me the biggest impact that social media had on me was like comparing my life to everyone else and I know that's Mm -hmm. like a very common thing like I'm not saying that's that's a special me thing but like (laughs) I am already like I'm already the type of person to be like well they look like this or they have this or whatever like I'm constantly comparing myself and then when social media became part of my life I was like oh fuck this is gonna be bad for my mental health like (laughs) seriously bad (laughs) and it was it was so bad I used to follow like dozens of uh fit influencers and like you know on tumblr there used to be like thinspo and like Alexis Wren skinny ass hot people who were so like I'd never seen people like look that good you know like you only saw prior to social media, you only saw celebrities. You didn't see like yep. regular people. So then I was like, oh, regular people are like this too? <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> so it was kind of a disaster for like my self-confidence. But in the last few years, I've kind of been like, it's fake. Like, literally, you can't even tell, like everybody photoshops, everybody. Yeah. I mean, not everybody, but everyone popular in the beauty scene or in the fitness scene, they're all photoshopping, they're all editing their photos. They all have like professional photographers taking their pictures and getting their clothes and everything. And like, that didn't become common knowledge until I would say the last like four or five years, which is interesting. But like, yeah, we mentioned Khloe Kardashian. What a disaster that was. Oh my God. And like, when she came out with her defense, let's call it. It's like, I I understand what she's saying because yeah, the the media did always treat her as the ugly one, yeah. or the fat one or whatever. Like they, they were awful to her. And I think pretty much everyone could agree on that, whether you like the Kardashians or not, like they really did treat Chloe like shit, but she's like completely ignoring the fact that where she is now, like you're playing that active part, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, Jamila Jamil said she kind of summed it up perfectly she was like yeah like social media um the media had a part to play but like you didn't stop though like you continued and you're still promoting all these diet things and you're still not owning up to the fact that you have like crazy personal trainers and that you do photoshop like you clearly photoshop your photos like Like, and hers okay this is not even a hot take this is just straight up facts when you go to her page she doesn't even look like the same human. no she doesn't she's a different face all the time and it's not just the photoshop it's the filters it's the like color editing like everything everything like at least on kim's page she does like she does a little bit of her nose and she does like her cheeks so she looks tiny like a little mouse and like <laughs> she still kind of looks the same but like you're like clearly that's photoshopped and you clearly smoothed out your skin but on chloe's page it's like you don't look anything like how you actually look and that's so toxic for herself first of all like Mm -hmm. I think the biggest problem with her situation is that she clearly hasn't gotten the mental health situation figured out on this issue like she's she's obviously not seen or not gotten the right help to address the fact that yeah she was bullied for pretty much her entire life by the world which is yeah like obviously a terrible situation to be in but like now you've turned from the bullied one into the person who's upholding an entire structure that constantly tears down women. And then you're going to try to act like 
you can use that as an excuse. Like I was bullied, so I, I can do this. Yeah. No, like, no. <laughs> like, I, I don't like really understand her clapback of like posting those videos of her like flexing her stomach and stuff. It's like, yeah. you're still flexing. Yeah. <laughs> you're, still, you're perpetuating the same stuff that causes you to hate yourself. Yeah. And also like, <laughs> so crazy. How many, there are five sisters? Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Four of whom have had, who have literally had children. Like your body shouldn't look the same as it did <laughs> yep. before you had kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your body went through stuff. Like I don't, I just, like that photo that leaked, like she still looked fucking stunning. She Her looked normal. She's magnificent. Obviously, like I think everyone can agree she has a sick body. Yeah it's uh, photoshopped or not photoshopped like she's a beautiful woman mm -hmm. I think that's what also got under people's skin right it's like this unphotoshopped thing leaked and like you still look amazing <laughs> I think that people were actually like happier to see that type of photo from her than but yeah it was very real because you're like oh my god look there's actually a, a single line on her body I know I was like, I honestly, I had a lot of empathy for her because I was like, she has gone through so much to protect herself from being seen in this light. And then yeah. that photo to get leaked is like her worst nightmare, obviously. And she probably knew the reaction was going to be a like, Chloe, you Photoshop yourself so much. You look so bad in this picture or be like, why are you trying to take this down? Which is exactly what happened. So like, it was a lose-lose situation for her. But it makes me really sad because there's nothing wrong with her. All of the sisters are pretty, even before they had work done. They were all beautiful. Yeah, for sure. And like, I'm not against getting work done. I'm against people lying about it and pretending that they didn't get liposuction, didn't get a nose job, didn't get an eyebrow lift, didn't get fucking butt implants. Like you clear, you can see the silicone in your <laughs> ass cheek. Like, what are you talking about? Like, stop this. Like. And though I, I think the weirdest part of their whole family is that they deny everything. They deny, yeah. deny, deny. It's like you would be a lot more respected and probably gain a lot more love if you were just honest and yeah. said, like, hey guys, like normal people don't look like this. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, so I don't know. And like, so when the photo dropped, because I saw it on Twitter before I saw like news things. So I didn't even know it was like a leaked yeah. photo, you know? So I was like, I was so excited. I was like, this is great. And then I went to work a few hours later and I was like, oh. You saw the context. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guess, I guess not so great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's really sad. And I think that that's a perfect example of how social media twists everything and you can just never believe what you see. Yeah. And I think we need to be a little bit less harsh on, I mean, not we, but like probably mostly tabloids, like stop creating this false idea of what women's bodies have to look like and stop rewarding people who feed into that lie, you know? I mean, even as consumers, we're guilty of it. Like Kim Kardashian has some, the most followers on Instagram, right? Like Kylie, Car Carly, <laughs> Ky Kylie Jenner, <laughs> Jesus has like so many and they have followers because they've created this image that's so desirable and so yes. unattainable it's like 
you know what it's actually really reminding me of when I was watching the crown and they were talking about how they want this specific image for the family because it's what people aspire to Mm -hmm. want and like respect and whatever it's a very similar thing for the Kardashians that they've created this unattainable yet so desirable look and standard and that they can't even live up to it that they have to continue to like get surgeries and and do whatever editing to even keep up their own image that they created like that is crazy that the monster has grown beyond their control but it's an entire industry like i'm obviously very passionate about this topic like diet culture and and you know body dysmorphia these two like two little devils that live in our society like they it's a it's such a profitable lose-lose industry like whether you want to diet or not like dieting is scientifically proven not to work and you're never going to be able to attain those body images through dieting anyway it's a lose-lose oh my god it's so it's so sad and like people don't recognize that they're falling into those traps even when they like speaking for myself you know like you don't recognize that you're even using that image as something to aspire to until it's like you're far down the rabbit hole you know so it's crazy and also to just to achieve those goals you need to have money (laughs) yes exactly and like and we've we've spoken about you know whether or not money can buy happiness and like for some people who who are always dieting or exercising or whatever and still can't get that thing like money money is the gateway to that because it pays for the pays for the Kardashians personal trainers and their gym equipment Mm -hmm. specials probably crazy organic food that has like nothing in it I'm sure (laughs) you know what I mean like it pays for the tools that they need to achieve that lifestyle most people don't have access to that like yeah even if you go like I used to go to the gym but the squeezing an hour of gym time into a full-time job and like what social life I have put me on the same level of them you know what I mean and like that's why a lot of people get personal trainers like which whatever you do what you want would I ever pay money for that hell no but whatever works for people (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good point to bring up too like you said you have a full-time job and the gym or eating healthy is just part of your the rest of your day whereas their whole full-time job is to look a certain way yeah and to achieve certain beauty standards and to sell makeup and to sell um like uh what are those like tight clothes that make people shapewear yes (laughs) makeup shapewear like skincare jeans all the kardashian jenner products are all about aesthetics so it is their full-time job to eat healthy eat organic, ha- like train four hours a day, get lipo, whatever that they're doing to, to maintain themselves. Like that is their job. Yeah. Like, and on- those jobs can only come from like very specific privilege. They grew up rich yeah. and they became even richer by by fooling regular women and and people into thinking that they could achieve what they have by just like, just buy this product. I mean, that's like, that's kind of just marketing in general, you know, tricking mm-hmm. people into thinking that they need this product that'll make them happier or improve their life or whatever. 
but it's sad to see. But at the same time, I, I have so much sympathy for Khloe Kardashian, but also none, you know? Yeah, I would say the exact same thing. Like I, I genuinely felt bad for part of her post. Like, like I said, when she, when she said all that stuff about the media, cause she, she is right and it's true. And yes, it is her right to not want something posted on the internet, right? Yeah. That's right. Um, but then on the other hand, yeah, like you, you, you feed into it. And like, I'm not, you know, defending people who, um, whoever leaked it or whatever, like if she didn't want it, you know, like I said, that's her right. But you, like, you can't, you can't sit in your mansion <laughs> and tell me that all those photos and videos you put don't send out impressions to people. Yeah. You know I mean, like, and I also think like, the reaction that she did have and the army that she sent out to get that photo down. Yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> really didn't help her her case to be like, have sympathy for me. I was hated on. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> love yourself. Please, God, love yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. And because you know what it is? It's like, like I said, you were hate you were hated on, and I do feel bad for her, but like her reaction to is just, I don't know. It's just like, you know, like you look at everything Britney Spears went through just as an example, okay? Uh, and like, you know, when when a lot of celebrities open up about like what the media did in the past, they're not, or at least I feel, they're not using it as an excuse for what they're doing now, if yeah. that makes sense, you know what I mean? But like, she is, that's how that post felt, mm-hmm. you know, so. I was, just, I was just like, I don't know. It was like, a weird moment, to be honest. <laughs> honestly, like, whenever the Kardashian Jenners, like, are flexing their bodies or, like, flexing that they're hot, I'm just like, it's manufactured, so it's not even a flex. Yeah. It's a flex for your doctors. It's a flex for your surgeon. Kendall yeah. Jenner's surgeon, I wish I had him or them, whoever they I are. I mean, but, like... Like even even Kylie, like what she has she only ever admitted to the lip filler? Yeah. Like, girl. Honey, please. You look, she's she isn't she younger than us? <laughs> yes. And she yeah. looks like she another thing too is like they I don't I'm scared for their family to go past the point of like like enhancing their beauty to then becoming like botched. Yeah. Some pictures I've seen, I'm just like, you guys are like it's scary and they also like I wonder if they think about the medical side of it like there are huge risks to getting silicone implants and getting fillers and your lips become distorted and and filler spreads through your face and then you become all puffy and I'm like do they think about this like I wonder what they're gonna look like in like 10 years 20 years I'm I'm sure we'll still be (laughs) we'll still be looking (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's really crazy but I think though oh no you go you go 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 go. I was just gonna say like the beauty industry is just one tiny fraction of how social media really impacts for sure people in general and like I think one of the bigger in the last few years one of the bigger impacts it's had is on social justice and race relations and that kind of stuff which I think is again a a win in some ways but 
big losses in other ways. What were you going to yeah. say? <laughs> I was just going to say that despite whatever I say about the Kardashians that I will always admit Kris Jenner is probably the smartest business woman in the world. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's another thing too. Like they all seem very smart. Like if Kim Kardashian yeah. can become a lawyer and like she, there's no way to like cheat the system. You have to take the bar. You have to do yeah. things like she's going to become a lawyer. Like they obviously have a strategy in mind, which makes what they do even more distasteful because they're smart. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They're businesswomen. And yeah, they, they are, are businesswomen. Exploit. Like they're really, they're not, I, they're not even influences anymore. Like they're businesswomen. <laughs> Big time. And yeah, that like just puts a bitter taste in my mouth about all of the things that they do because it's clear that they know what they're doing. And on one end, on my like marketing end mind of myself, I'm like, that's really smart. Like they're really- It really is smart. smart. As you, but you can, you can find it smart and hate it at the same time. Yeah, because as a consumer, I'm like, God, <laughs> fuck you guys. Like you guys yeah. are really the reason why like young girls want to get Botox and boob jobs and butt jobs when they're 14. Like that's so yeah. wrong. Ugh. Ugh. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. Actually on TikTok the other day, I saw- it's like literally so commonplace to get cosmetic surgeries now. Like I saw yeah, a bunch of TikToks about these girls who were like flew to Turkey to get some some type of situation done. And someone like two or three people in the comments were like, oh my God, I use that doctor too. I was like, what? what? Why'd they fly to Turkey though to do it? Um, it's really cheap and they have really high, like oh, okay. high end uh, medical care, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're always going to be fighting this beast of social media and beauty standards, and we should just like just do you, baby. It's all you can do, you know. Yeah, that's what my therapist says to me. <laughs> yeah. It's probably for the best. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! But what you said um, about social media, you know, for just for social justice causes. It is good and it is bad because some people don't take it any further than just posting something. Yeah. Um, and, but also it's really good. Cause like I said, you know, you learn a lot, you do do what you can, if you can, it, obviously, if you can, you know, if you have the means to do so. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. There's just like, <laughs> as literally everyone knows, I hate cancel culture <laughs> so much. So like whenever that fucking rolls around, I'm just like. It's exhausting. Yeah, it just yeah. is. And there's just like, even on things that don't matter, which this isn't really, this isn't cancellation, but like, um, like there was a picture of Sebastian Stan today and he was wearing a, like, a, like a mask, but it wasn't the surgical one, it was the cloth one, right? Okay. Which millions of people are wearing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. The same way I'm wearing them because I got all of them for free instead of having to buy the surgical ones and these ones I can wash. So I'm, like he's not he's not the only person. And like just someone commented like like oh this photo would have made me like happier if not for the for the cloth mask and put like the vomit face. And I don't know if that was in reference to like maybe that person's an anti-masker that they preferred him wearing a surgical mask but like regardless of what the intent was like you can't just like leave the picture alone <laughs> yeah right not under my skin in a way that it probably shouldn't have but like he's one of those people that like 
people try to cancel almost every day of the week. So like when I saw that thing, I was just like, is this the thing we're gonna have to fight about today? <laughs> what the right kind of mask is to wear? Like what, we're all wearing cloth masks. Yeah. Like in hospitals, we're probably wearing a cloth mask. Yep. Let it be. I think that, that comment, it kind of speaks to a bigger issue that like social media gives everyone a platform and gives everyone a voice which is so yeah, and like I want to hear all the voices <laughs> oh too many voices at once a lot of them who are yelling and the ones who are yelling uh, are usually the most extreme and yeah, those that's the thing voices. right like and they're so especially like just because we're talking about them um for Sebastian Stan or even Tom Holland that's actually an even better example like because Tom Holland is he's he's also young he's our age or maybe a year or two younger mm-hmm. a lot of young fans in terms of like hardcore fans who are like on Twitter promoting him or on TikTok pr- promoting him you know like stuff like that Maria they get so aggressive like oh, like God forbid you say a word a word just being like oh, I wasn't a fan of this performance. Like, you're not saying he's a shitty actor, which even if you thought he was a shitty actor, you're allowed to have that opinion, you know? But my God, they will just take you down. It's like, it's the same vibe. Honestly, Tom Holland's fans have the same vibe that Cody and Noel complain about with BTS fans. It's the same thing. And like, to the point I went, no, I wasn't there. No, my friend went to a con and like, like a hardcore Tom Holland stand was basically like attacking Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan like in in person, like while they were doing questions, like asked like a really oh rude question. I was just like, this is why young people need to like learn how to be a human before they get social media. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very weird to have young kids and just like young people in general, like very confident and just on the internet putting out all these opinions for everyone to hear before before their frontal lobe is even fucking developed like bro you you, like your brain's not even fully grown can you shut up yeah you need to learn like how to think about things in a more complex way and it's it's kind of like weird because when we were growing up it was like don't use your real name like make sure you hide your identity, whatever. Like we kind of lost that once Instagram rolled around, but like we know to like not put controversial shit out there because it has real life impact. Like you're not just on the internet, like your employer or anyone in the world can literally look you up and be like, oh, this person like literally is a psychotic Tom Holland fan. (laughs) Uh, I don't know that we want to have this energy in our office. And I know that these kids are like, 15, 16, but like a lot of people who are intense fans are all, all types of age ranges and they still are like that. And I'm like, bro, don't you, aren't you like, don't you fear consequence the way that I do? I don't know. Social media. Oh, oh my God. You know what? This is a perfect time to bring up this theory that I'm very interested in. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I to like shift immediately. It's still, <laughs> it's still related. So when I was in university, I took this horror class, horror literature, and we talked about this theory, which was basically speaking about the panopticon. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so 
the Panopticon is like a jail um, design where there was one tower in the center with um, one single guard. And in the guard tower, like the glass was not see-through. It was only like, you could only see out of it. And the mm -hmm. rest of the cells like were around it like this. And basically the theory is that because people can't see when the guard is looking at them, they self-regulate their behavior to um, like compensate for that. So like they're always well-behaved because they don't know when they'll be watched. And mm -hmm. I and it's kind of like Big Brother, you know, that kind of vibe yeah. where someone's always watching. I feel like social media has become a tool for surveillance in a way that we don't even like understand. Like it's scary that someone can find you by just you accidentally left your location services on and tweeted something yeah. and they clicked it and they can find you or like yeah. say you're being like you're under investigation because you were in a certain location during a crime or um if you are wrongfully uh you know like wrongfully accused of something and there's all this social media information out there like on the other hand, it could be a good thing for you. Like you could say, like, no, I was, I was at this concert, look at my Instagram story, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But it's just like, people used to be sus about having red light cameras on the streets. It's like, bro, we are actively giving all of our information out for free simply to have this form of entertainment. But like, we don't know how this information, like we sell our data. We sell our data to all these companies. I mean, we don't personally sell them. We give up our data and those companies that's why social media is free because they're selling our data points so that you can yep. like, because like, oh my God, I have so much to say about this. Like when, <laughs> like when my dad's like, oh, I was talking about like X, Y, Z the other day. And then I got an ad for it. I'm like, you didn't, it, they're not listening to you. gave them that information when you're clicking on Facebook because you're a Facebook yeah. addict. Like the way we have no control over like our information scares the shit out of me. And I'm not even like speaking in a conspiracy type way. I'm like, they know every, they know us better than we know ourselves which is yeah. crazy on the other hand in terms of literally in terms of you and me most of what we do is shit posting so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true we're like pretty okay <laughs> yeah that's very true honestly yeah my twitter is not my twitter is anonymous like only people who know me because i followed them and told them it was me yeah know that it's me so that's good that's fine and facebook like who uses facebook like I, I go on sometimes to see your, your, your status posts about yeah whatever. Which you're is basically just like finer tuned shit posting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something I didn't post on Twitter because I'm like, oh, some adults might enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a like curated window into people's lives, and like the funny part is we think that we're putting up this image of ourselves but we have no idea how we're perceived <laughs> it bothers oh, me i know that people think i'm insane so that's fine <laughs> i mean if i didn't know you and i saw like a collection of your posts i'd be like this woman this person they need help <laughs> yeah, well that's true i'm not even gonna <laughs> do that but there was actually like, like I wish that I kept all my old tweets from when I was really like aggressive and gave no oh god. Oh my god, my Twitter was so chaotic. Like I would tweet like all night, 50 tweets. Yeah. 
about nonsense. You know, I want to say I don't do that anymore, but like I live tweeted my entire Marvel <laughs> rewatch. So- I know. I would see like 70 plus tweets in this thread. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and like the best part about that was like, you know, like had I done that when I was on Tumblr or like that before I deleted my other Twitter when I actually had people like yeah. thread would have like quote unquote mattered. But like as I was so happy knowing I was like, this is literally like just for my own entertainment. And like whenever I want to go back and like see what thoughts I had when I was watching the movies, now I can, you know? It's like a digital diary. I like it. Exactly. But the other day I was uh I took an, a screenshot of my Twitter because like it was what you were saying before, like how people define you and like all three tweets, the entire screenshot just like I was like, this is me in a screenshot. Like my entire personality is this <laughs> screenshot. Because the first thing you see in the screenshot is my best friend Clarissa messaging me. Right after, it's an Oscar Wilde quote. Right after is me talking about how I want to sing Rain on Me, basically just like all night. Yeah. The Nick Miller meme. <laughs> and then after that, it was a tweet from a classical studies memes account. Oh my God. This is my personality in, yeah. in just one screenshot and I, w- I was like so proud of that I was like this this is who I am I'm just like a collection of different memes <laughs> I, I love that though like I think it's so funny that we are able to define ourselves in these weird strange ways that like are kind of abstract concepts like obviously meme is not a personality trait but like the what they're conveying is so spot on to your personality that it's oh my like, god yeah it's like, wild you could throw any nick miller quote at me mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's like another thing too though which is super interesting is like you can gauge if you're going to get along with someone and click with someone based on the memes that they interact with and think are funny or think are interesting yeah for sure like Sometimes when I first meet someone and I'm trying to like get to know them and like I send a meme, if they're like, what is this? Like, if it's just like a stupid meme from like Grape Juice Boys on Twi- on Instagram they're like, and they don't understand it, I'm like, I see. I see your internet history yeah. immediately. Like I know, I know what type of content that you identify with. And that's such a strange way to like get to know someone, but it's an easy, it's an easy way to get to know someone too. Although yeah. it's super, super limiting because it's not, it's not like if someone doesn't understand my stupid meme references that we can't be friends. <laughs> no, but it's like a good, it's, it's a like gauge. A icebreaker. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. What yeah. is, what is your meme? I, I don't want to say style. What is your meme? <laughs> my meme genre? Yes, there we go. That's a much better word. Um, I think probably similar to yours, but not quite as like fandom focused. Yeah. Like shit posting things that shouldn't be funny but they just are because of like 10 layers of meme history behind it <laughs> like you know those memes of like the monkey getting the haircut and then the monkey no, like photoshopped no. onto the you know i had to do it to him guy <laughs> like there's 10 layers of memes like i don't know i guess my humor is like vine humor like that's when i was oh like, man my prime days was vine man yes dude vine was oh my god since we're talking about social media anyway like vine was such a cultural reset oh my god yeah. like i just started like 2014 to 2017 until it died like those were the funniest years yeah. of internet history yeah. i'm not joking 
Like, yeah. And you know, and this is why I don't like TikTok. They have too much time to try to be funny. And yeah. it's like, you have less than 10 seconds, make it work or no one will care. Yeah. This is how you know, like who's funny. You know what I mean? It, it, it was, it's very different from TikTok in the sense that like, you can see a bunch of funny TikToks, but they're not going to like stay in your mind the way that Vines no. became, Vines became part of the fabric of the way we speak on yeah it's part of the same part of the fabric of youtube to be honest yes and like those creators today are the biggest on all platforms like across platforms and they actually have talent you know it's very it's such it was such a weird specific like different way to approach social media that like i mean there was a lot of stupid people on there like King, king batch and all those like that whole group people like jake paul oh uh, that whole fight and they're still dumb they're still yeah stupid they continued their brand very yeah very related very accurately yeah but i think it was so it was it was cool because anyone could kind of become vine famous the same way that tiktok has like a more diverse pool of people who like have the chance if they have the talent then you have the chance right yeah very interesting whereas like instagram i fucking hate instagram (laughs) so much like i can't wait for the day they're like yeah we're shutting down because no one likes us and all we do is try to sell things and not only do we put ads in your feed but we also put ads in your stories and we're owned by facebook and we sell your data fuck instagram (laughs) (laughs) but what are the what are some of like the weirder social media platforms like, I don't even. I mean, know I, f- I find Reddit just the the worst place. I love Reddit. How do you say that? Oh man, I and I think I started hate. I don't even. I want to say it all has to do with anime. I feel like I saw so many just annoying opinions and like blah blah blah. Everyone has the right to their opinion, but like the more often than not, the opinion of certain types of people just like just bother me. which let's just say it fuck boys right like when they have opinions on certain things you're gonna just like (laughs) shut up like honestly no one cares no one cares about what you have to say and it's not about freedom of speech or blah 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 it's just like what you're saying is dumb (laughs) out on the internet for everyone else to see how dumb it is (laughs) and i just felt like there was a large congregation of those types of comments on Reddit. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't have time <laughs> for it. I like Reddit for the like darker side of like stuff that I'm interested in. So like social media, like for the most part, you're not gonna see like interesting, weird, creepy stuff on TikTok or Instagram or yeah. any of the mainstream. I mean, Reddit is very mainstream, but like any of the typical platforms where you don't have to like it's a, it's text-based so you're reading stuff whereas on reddit like i feel like i can like find weird interesting stuff that like maybe i wouldn't talk about but like it's still interesting <laughs> like i follow so many like unsolved mysteries uh subreddits like serial killer reddits uh like creepy encounters stuff like that where it's just like where else am i going to get this weird te- like yeah. type of information and entertainment from which is definitely like I don't know. I feel like Reddit has a lot of incel types on it. 
and you can yep, tell that's that the- another reason why i don't like it dude when the joker came out mm-hmm. oh that was where all the comments were coming from it's, and it's, there, but it was just disgusting. and people are more bold on reddit because it's anonymous yeah. so like yeah. you cannot track them down and get them canceled i mean maybe you could but like it would be hard whereas like other social media people are not as bold because people know who you are right yeah but what else 4chan never been on it heard terrible things heard horrible terrible things (laughs) there's um oh man what's that other one which weibo is that what it's called weibo (laughs) yeah i think so i don't know what that is apparently it's a fictional character okay that's not that's not what i'm thinking of (laughs) there's like uh, fuck. I think it's like a Chinese web. I think it's Chinese. A chi- Chinese website. And it's like a couple actors use it. And it was kind of like Instagram. Mm-hmm. Fuck. What was it called? Remember when that guy from Avengers created a whole app and like scammed people? What was his name? Was it Jeremy Renner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a person. WeChat? No, it wasn't WeChat. I'm going to call it Weibo anyway, okay. <laughs> even if that's not the name. <laughs> what is the purpose of it? I don't even know if I just, I think it was a Chinese app. It might not be. Um, but yeah, there was, there was that one that I interacted, not me personally as in having an account, but I saw a lot because Sebastian Stan posted on it. And I think, I think Norman Reedus. Yeah. So like that was one. Um, what was what you just said? My mind just fucking blanked. <laughs> uh, Discord. Discord. Oh, Discord. Yeah. Okay, I've been on that a few times. I find it too chaotic. I don't know. I've never been on Discord. I always hear people like, "Oh, check out my Discord," and I'm like, "No, I don't know." It's it's re- like I tried once and I was just like, oh, I'm so stressed." <laughs> okay. <laughs> so much is happening, and yeah. I tried joining a book one. And even then there was like hundreds of people. I was like, oh my God, I don't even want to talk to like, a, like I just wanted like a few people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 10 being like the max. <laughs> yeah. I find Discord very over- overwhelming. I think Twitch is like taking over um, as, a, as a video platform. Like streaming is so big. I didn't even know. Like I didn't even realize how big streaming is. Yeah, but- a lot of people make money off that so much money so yeah. much money and it's like you can go you can get famous on twitch like in such a weird way for anything like i don't know i think video is like obviously king now in terms of content and like all these video platforms are coming out and soon there's going to be like oh there's gonna be so many places where we're gonna have to look okay sidetracking immediately in the middle of my thought <laughs> what do you think about the fact that we went from paying for cable packages to like illegally torrenting and downloading stuff to then sh- one streaming service, Net- Netflix. And now there's a thousand streaming services and a thousand different places you have to go to find good content. What do you think about this entire journey? I'm literally prepared to start illegally watching things again because I'm <laughs> sick of this. I don't care if it's grainy, I'm doing it. Yeah, um, I definitely, don't illegally watch things. I don't know why on earth you would come to me with 
this crazy conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I only stopped paying for cable uh, last year, to be honest. I had it up till, up till I moved. And the only reason why I didn't have it now was because um, I stopped because Supernatural was supposed to end at a certain point. And then because of the pandemic, everything got pushed. Otherwise, I would have had it like till the end. Um, but yeah, I actually, I had cable. Um, but yeah, it obviously is insane. And like part of me fears for cable. Yep. No, I don't pay into it. So like, I'm not helping them. <laughs> I'm not helping them in any, in any way, but I get, yeah. Right. Like you want, you want that large, um, what's it called? That variety, right. Of things to watch. And I think we're also part of a culture and a society that like wants it now you know what I mean no commercials yep. and which to be fair commercials fucking blow <laughs> like, yeah they're always awful so I think that part's fair but the point is, is that we do want it now and that's kind of like that's kind of why I'm enjoying what Disney's doing with their shows where it's like staggered yeah and like sucks to suck you have to wait for it you know what I mean which also is good marketing because they know people will like eventually like the 30 day limit will expire. So you have to start paying for them. So they're, yeah. they're smart business people. Very smart. Like that. Um, but I do, I am getting distracted. <laughs> so I never had cable because we were poor. We, my parents were like, we're not getting cable, but we had illegal satellite. <laughs> Let me tell you a quick story about having illegal satellite. You had like 2000 channels but 99% of them were infomercials <laughs> were like historical artifact, like sale things. And I'm like, what is this auction about old art, like artifacts? And then the other 1% was Passion of the Christ, Teen <laughs> Girls. Okay, that was good. Teen <laughs> Girls, yeah, that was a good one. Um, and like a few other random movies. And I remember like, I was so disappointed when we got it that I didn't ever watch TV. And then I came home from school one day, I was sick. And I was like, okay, I've seen Mean Girls. <laughs> that means. And I watched Passion of the Christ by myself when I was like 10. Oh and my I was God. just like, what is this? <laughs> but yeah, so like, honestly, I'm kind of sick and tired of how many different streaming services there are because it's so expensive. Like, I, yeah. I want to. I want to support all of them. I want to get all of them so I can watch yeah. the shows, but between like HBO, Netflix, Hulu, like yeah. Crunchyroll. No, I, I like, especially, first of all, like I've done way more of the illegal streaming stuff during COVID, right? Cause yeah. like if, if theaters were open and working and we didn't have curfew, I would watch my theaters the same way that the two weeks I got theaters open, I went to go see New Mutants and I went to go see Tenant. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't mind paying for my movies or my shows. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, on the other hand, like when the Snyder Cut dropped, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna subscribe to HBO yeah. to just watch the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Even if you cancel out of the free trial, like I'm like, like no, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but yeah. But on the other hand, I have I have what I have three of them. But I'll, I don't know if Amazon Prime counts because I mostly just have that for Amazon Prime. And yeah. it just happens to come 
with the other stuff right so but yeah I'm uh I can't let go of Netflix and Disney but also I had all I had before before Supernatural ended I had cable Netflix and Amazon Prime and if Supernatural was still going I just would have added Disney plus to the mix I think if I had my own place and my own TV, I would get cable just to like have meaningless TV for once. <laughs> like there's so many shows that like people watch that I just never got to watch. And they're like, oh, it's not that good, but it's also, it is good. I'm like, I love garbage TV and cable TV is the prime source for garbage TV because it's cheap to make. It's usually yeah. not like edgy. So there's no like ratings issues, but yeah. I don't know. Well, it's like, look at the CW. They created a fucking empire of cable TV. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? So there, there are... I love the CW. I love Listen, the CW, I have my issues with it, but they're, they, they know how to, they know how to make a show. Yeah. Like the fucking Powerpuff Girls is coming out. They're going to they're gonna make that last at least three seasons. And like, gonna- I know it's it. bad and I'm still going to watch it. Every day, yeah. bro, every day I watch The Flash and I'm like, this is <laughs> terrible, dram- overdramatic. The acting's kind of bad, but I love it. I yeah. love that show. Well, that's why I loved Supergirl so much because like I was watching it and they gave it the same feel that Smallville had. Oh, yeah. Kind of cheesy, you know, and she, you know, like, the main character is like so overly optimistic and you're like yeah. you know I'm like I just need this sometimes and also I just find Netflix makes everything super dark mm. which I mean not always but a lot of the time it's very dark like the fucking Wings saga that came out right like, why do they just not make like four quirky girls or five I don't remember how many there are just yeah. like brightly colored like going on adventures like that's a show I wanted <laughs> you know what I mean yeah they I don't know why they tried to make Winx Club edgy but go yeah. off yes but whereas the CW like I find they're not afraid to get like yeah they have dark stuff but they're also not afraid to get a little cheesy yeah you know what I mean like and cheesiness is what exe- I was gonna say cheesiness when executed properly is still good tv yeah, for sure. No, it's cheesy, but it, the cheesiness like offsets the corniness, which makes yeah. it less corny, you know? Yeah. And that's why they have such long running shows, right? Like they, uh, Gilmore Girls got moved there, right? It went from the WB to the CW. They had Smallville, Supernatural lasted 15 fucking years. <laughs> that's quote unquote like a drama, I guess. But like that show is extremely extremely cheesy sometimes you know you're like it's a cw exactly Exactly. or like i always think back to like pretty little liars Mm -hmm. like this show is so bad i cannot stop watching it like i can't (laughs) it came out when i was in like grade 10 so like my friends had read the books i read some of the books i was like this is this sounds like it'll be fun and when yeah. I was 15, 16, 17, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, this is so, like, such a good murder mystery. But then I kept watching it when it got terrible and I was in my 20s. And I was like, yeah, this is the terrible, one of the worst shows I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And I am living for it. Well, that's going to be me with the reboot of Gossip Girl. Like, I'm going to watch it because it's Gossip Girl. And I want to see, I also, I just really want to see if, like, any of the originals 
make like a cameo. Yeah. Um, but like, even if it's bad, I know I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. Like, Why wouldn't I? It's a CW produced show, which means like at least the first season and a half is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, so accurate. Yeah. And just like, I mean, usually if it's a very long running show, you have up to four seasons for it to be like really, really good. Yeah. And then it kind of like roller coasters. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, so even if it's done, I'm still gonna watch it. If, if anything, just for the outfits, which I, you know, so far from the promos that have been released, I'm like very uncertain about. Mm. It's becoming very hard for me to acknowledge that like the times have changed. <laughs> So like there's like the modern street style and I was like oh my god Blair would kill these people <laughs> if she saw them wearing these clothes even though they look cool I was just like mm. <laughs> try to find a, a picture. It's interesting too how like social media gives viewers like the power to voice their opinions on shows and like influence the shows that they really like too. Yeah it's kind of well, cool. Did we ever talk yeah. about Shadowhunters at all? No. Well, that show, fans had so much control, but it ended up being like for the better. You know what I mean? Like the creator, like if they fucked up with, I don't know, uh, I don't know, if they would have portrayed something harmful, let's say, like they actually listened yeah. and like made adjustments like down the road, you know what I mean? And like, part of me is like, fans shouldn't be the one controlling like the content. But on the other hand, like Shadowhunters worked out so well because like, not only did they listen to the fans, but for like LGBT storylines, they had LGBT writers in the room for uh, the, what was his name? Jesus Christ, uh, the guy Luke, who was black, like they had black writers, they had Asian writers, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they had people who knew how to write the story or if they weren't, if they didn't have the writers, they did their research and had, and like spoke to black people or Asian people or LGBT people, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. I think I just wanted to like flex that it was such a good show. <laughs> saying like how the fans had some control because of social media and like being able oh yes yeah. yeah so they did and even even for that like don't get me wrong it got out of hand sometimes but yeah in a way you're just kind of like also the books were so problematic so I think the showrunners wanted to know how to steer away from that you know what I yeah. mean redemption um, so I don't know I find it worked out well Okay, I can't find any of the outfits I wanted to make fun of. It was really rude. Uh, see, but, you're being too harsh of a critic then if you can't find it. No, no, no. I remember like when the article dropped of like the like the first pics of like some, like more than one outfit is here. And I was just like, Blair would hate that and that. And that. Oh, Blair would hate all of the popular trends right now. Yeah, like, probably. All of them. Yeah. Anyway, that's our time today. <laughs> we steered a little bit off off course at the end, but whatever. Um, thanks to everyone who's listening, especially to our lovely coworkers who we appreciate <laughs> a lot who listen to us. And Clarissa, we love you.
<laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.